Hattie and Jack's mom, and this is Read Along with Mom. Today we're reading Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, retold by Thea Feldman, illustrated by Erwin Madrid. One spring day in Christmastown, Donner, the lead reindeer who helped pull Santa's sleigh each Christmas, became a proud papa. Donner and his wife named their son Rudolph. Rudolph was different. Great bouncing icebergs, exclaimed Santa when he saw little Rudolph's small red nose glowing. If his nose continued to shine, Santa said, Rudolph would never make the sleigh team when he grew up. Someone would surely spot them flying through the sky. Donner was determined that his son would be normal, so he put a cover over Rudolph's shiny nose and began to teach him all the things a young buck needs to know, like how to escape from the abominable snow monster who hated everything to do with Christmas. On the day of the annual reindeer games, Rudolph met Clarice, a pretty young doe. When Clarice said she liked him, Rudolph was so excited that he flew through the air with joy. Flying was exactly what Comet the coach was trying to teach the young reindeer. Everyone was amazed by Rudolph until his nose cover fell off. All the other reindeer, except for Clarice, laughed at Rudolph and called him names. From now on, Comet said, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Rudolph went off by himself feeling very sad. As he wandered in the woods, he met an elf named Hermie. Like Rudolph, Hermie also felt as though he didn't belong. He was a toy-making elf who didn't like making toys. He wanted to be a dentist. The pair decided to be friends. They would run away and explore the world together. They hadn't gone far when they suddenly heard the abominable snow monster's terrible roar. He must have seen your nose, cried Hermie. The two friends hurried away. Luckily, they soon met Yukon Cornelius and his dog sled team. Yukon was looking for gold, but he found Rudolph and Hermie instead. Unfortunately, Rudolph's glowing nose led the abominable snow monster right to them all. Thanks to Yukon's quick thinking, they escaped on an ice floe. The ice floe carried them to the island of misfit toys, a place filled with odd toys that didn't belong anywhere else. Had Rudolph finally found a place to fit in? Rudolph asked King Moonracer, the ruler of the island, if he and his friends could stay. This island is not for living things, said the king. It's only for misfit toys. Well, how do you like that? grumbled Yukon. Even among misfits, we're misfits. Because Rudolph and Hermie knew Santa, King Moonracer thought they might be able to help the poor toys. A toy is never truly happy until it is loved by a child, the king said. Rudolph promised that someday he would tell Santa about all the homeless toys on the island. The king allowed them to stay for one night and rest. But once Hermie and Yukon were asleep, Rudolph snuck away. He knew his friends would always be in danger from the monster with him and his nose around. And the abominable snow monster did follow Rudolph's nose. He chased him all over the land, though Rudolph always stayed one step ahead. But one day, Rudolph realized he couldn't keep running forever. It was time to go home. When he arrived in Christmastown, Rudolph learned that his parents and Clarice were missing. Santa said they had been looking for Rudolph the whole time. With only two days before Christmas and a storm on the way, Santa didn't know what he would do without his lead reindeer, Donner. So, Rudolph set out into the storm in search of his parents and Clarice. 
He found them in the cave of the abominable snow monster. The monster held Clarice in his clutches. Put her down, Rudolph cried. The abominable snow monster did and went after Rudolph instead. Yukon and Hermie, who had also been searching for Rudolph, arrived at the cave just in time. They lured the monster outside and bonked him on the head with a big rock. Then, Hermie removed all of the monster's teeth. Hermie finally got to be a dentist. The misfits had saved the day. Rudolph and his friends and family returned to Christmastown. When the others heard their story, they realized that those who are different are important, too. Everyone had a special purpose, even the toothless, gentler, abominable snow monster who just happened to be the perfect size to place a star on the top of the Christmas tree. The next day was Christmas Eve, but the weather was still so bad that Santa did not think he could fly his sleigh safely. Christmas was going to be canceled for the first time ever. Then, Santa realized there might be a way through the storm after all. Rudolph! He exclaimed, you and that wonderful nose of yours. That nose could cut through the murkiest storm. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It will be an honor, sir, Rudolph replied. The sleigh was loaded. The reindeer were harnessed and Santa climbed aboard. Rudolph took the lead and the sleigh took off. First stop, the island of misfit toys, called Santa. Everyone had an extra Merry Christmas that year, and Rudolph went down in history as the greatest reindeer of all time. The end. If you have a book that you want me to read, send us an email at readalongwithmompodcast at gmail.com.